The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. The Prime Minister is calling it a major step forward to get vaccines made in Canada for Canadians. This morning, he announced the government has reached a tentative deal with Novavax to produce its COVID-19 vaccine at a plant in Montreal if it's approved by Health Canada. We've signed a memorandum of understanding with Novavax to produce their COVID-19 vaccines at the new NRC Royal Mount facility in Montreal. Pending Health Canada approval, tens of millions of Novavax COVID-19 doses will be made right here at home. But here's the deal, Chedville. It could be a couple of months before the drug is approved and the National Research Council has to finish building its new facility, then get the site certified to make the vaccines. Uh, the industry minister, Francois-Philippe Champagne, says vaccines could start being produced there by the end of the year. David Aiken is Global's chief political correspondent. He joins us this afternoon. Hey, David, welcome back to the show. Hey, Jaylen and Chedville. Is that a thing? That's cool. I like it. Hello, Chedville. <laughs> Glad to be here. Yeah, we're, we're happy to have you as a part of Chedville. So essentially, the wait continues, David. The wait yeah. continues. Listen, it does. And <sighs> so this morning, uh, the Prime Minister made those comments. You know, he has a twice a week press conference outside Rideau Cottage. Um, it's not minus 19 here today like it is where you guys are. It's a nice balmy minus two, and I'm the guy who got to stand outside. Uh, and asked the PM, you know, and I really didn't get much of an answer, that he's making this announcement about some sort of homegrown vaccine that we won't see for the end of the year that's not going to help us all get vaccinated as he wants to by the end of September, but he's making this now. Why? Well, here's what's happened earlier this week is we know that the European Union is freaking out about not getting enough Pfizer vaccine. Pfizer for Europe and Canada is made in Belgium. And so the EU has been rattling its sword saying they may throw some export controls on. In other words, prevent any Pfizer made in Belgium from leaving Europe. Now, Trudeau's been on the phone with European leaders. Trudeau's ministers have been on the phone. And they've got, quote, verbal assurances that the EU is not going to interfere with any contracts Pfizer has with Canada. Verbal assurances. And, yeah. and I said to the PM, really? You're announcing a homegrown vaccine thing after getting, quote, verbal assurances. Are, you, are we sure we can trust the Europeans? He says yes. And he says he doesn't need a written agreement. I don't know about that. I'd kind of like to see something in writing. And I think, uh, you know, definitely the opposition would, too. Absolutely. Yeah, David, I was going to ask you about that, saying, you know, the, the whole nothing in writing. Now, I don't know much about procurement processes and all that sorts of, of deals, but I, I, I would think that if I'm hearing the EU, you know, uh, rattle that cage like they have been over the past week, I'd want something in writing. That does not inspire any confidence among Canadians, does it? Well, no, and particularly right now, I mean, last week we had no Pfizer at all because uh, what, what's happening in Belgium right now is Pfizer is retooling its plant there. It wants to really be able to ramp up production even faster than it was, say, a couple of weeks ago, and they had to shut the plant down temporarily to put in new equipment. Mm. Long story short, we've had our Pfizer uh, uh, interrupted. Now, Trudeau <laughs> says, and his procurement minister says, we are, quote, still on track to get 4 million doses in total of Pfizer by the end of March and to have 2 million Moderna uh, doses 
by the end of March as well. So by the end of March, 6 million doses. Don't forget, these are all two-dose vaccines, so that's that's enough to do 3 million Canadians. And um, that's still on track to get here. But again, you're kind of having to go on faith that Pfizer is going to be good to its word. We, we have not seen the Pfizer contract, despite multiple requests from reporters from the opposition. Other countries have said, sure, here's the... Here's the contract we have with Pfizer. Here's what we're paying per dose. Our government has not made that public. We just have to go in faith. Um, the procurement minister, Anita Anand, you may have seen her on the news, Anita Anand, she, before she was in politics, she was a uh, uh, professor of law at the University of Toronto specializing in corporate contract law. So I guess we can kind of hope, you know, she is an expert in contract law. It, verbal assurance good enough for her if she was telling her U of T law students? I don't know, but that's what we got from Europe. So that's where we're standing today. David Aiken is Global's chief political correspondent. So the prime minister is saying uh, more vaccines could be produced in Saskatchewan and Vancouver. There are no deals with other vaccine makers to use those facilities. Yet what work do we know of that is being done to come up with deals with, with, with other companies? Or is that kind of a big blank page as well? We, we don't have any information on that. Yeah, it is a big blank page. And, and this is all against the backdrop of the fact that Canada has a what's called a drug pricing regimen um, that is, you know, been backstopped by the feds and the provinces. We want to keep the cost of brand name drugs low, um, and that benefits everybody in Canada. We we don't want to have expensive drugs. And you've heard horror stories of people mm-hmm. in the United States. You know, they they just want this procedure, and it'll cost you fifty grand in drugs. So we've kept our drug prices low. But the brand name drug makers in that, it'd be Pfizer and some of the others, say. You know, Canada's drug pricing regimen means it's not worth their while to invest in vaccine, high-end vaccine manufacturing facilities in Canada, even before COVID hit. And the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines are are high-tech vaccines. You've heard them called mRNA vaccines. It's a new way of delivering a vaccine to your body. It takes some sophisticated manufacturing technology, and uh, we don't have that technology in Canada. So that's the backdrop. Now, you mentioned that Vancouver, yes, there's a company in Van- Vancouver that is going to get some federal funding to develop a manufacturing process for these mRNA vaccines, but that facility, and that's not likely to be online till 2023. Same thing with a facility in um, in Saskatchewan, in Saskatoon, also going to ramp up to do vaccines. Again, it'll be a couple of years out. Why do we need to do this? Because the experts are saying that You know, we're seeing these new variants. We're still not sure exactly how long the current vaccines will last. And we could be into a situation where you've got to get your COVID vaccine every year or every couple of years, just like you get a flu shot every year. In other words, we're going to need this vaccine capacity at some point. It's not going to help with the current crisis, but it's definitely going to set us up for somewhere down the road when we're definitely going to need some gets us back in the vaccine game. A game we'd left about uh, 10 or 15 years ago. And that's what I wanted to ask you about, David. We used to have a a strong domestic vaccine industry. What happened? Well, again, I go back to the fact that a lot of vaccine makers just say, you know, I I don't get the return on my investment Uh uh, in Canada. And and that's what they tell me. Now, 
I should point out, we do still make vaccines for like the flu. It's the old style vaccine manufacturing. I think Sanofi makes vaccine. Or I know there's at least one more. I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm not remembering. So we we do make some of the the, the basic vaccines, but not. We don't. It, you know, companies are not investing again in these advanced manufacturing new kinds of vaccines. Again, because they say that they don't get the payoff because we don't let brand name manufacturers. Um, you know, get the the profits that they get in other countries and they make the calculation, it's better to do it in other countries. And it's not a question, you might hear this, oh, well, our market's not big enough. Nothing to do with it. I mean, Belgium is hardly a big market and that's where Pfizer has, you know, its world-class facility. We're also party to a whole bunch of trade deals. We've got the Asia trade deal, the European trade deal, of course, the new NAFTA. So Canada's a great place for foreign multinationals normally to invest because we're plugged into all these foreign markets, but not in this case for the big pharma which says hmm, I, I get a better investment if i put my plant in belgium or in michigan and uh, you know not in uh, alberta or bc david i know i'm pushing my time with you but one more question does this sure. deal announced today does it does it help um tamp down any of the political headache uh for the prime minister right now when it comes to vaccine or is this just adding to it I, I don't think it helps a lot. Um, you know, I think I think the I think the prime minister's political fortunes are very much tied to successful delivery, acceptance, and procurement of vaccines. So we've had a hiccup, and we know there's provinces. I know I've been watching Premier Kenny, Premier Ford here in Ontario. They're stamping their feet, saying they are running out of vaccine that we can't give any more vaccine out, and it is. The federal government is buying vaccine on behalf of every province. So, you know, this is it. So um, I think Trudeau's political fortune is very much tied to vaccine procurement. If we do get six million by the end of March, that'll be a net good for the prime minister. I think, uh, you know, then we can start talking election speculation again. Um, And then we got to see how we're doing through the summer with potentially some of these new vaccines from AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson. Are they going to be on board? Are we going to get in line for those? Uh, David, always great to hear your voice. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. Appreciate it. Hey, no problem, Jay Lynn. Have a great afternoon.